0: You're listening to episode 208 and today is another summer session series episode and we are talking all about how to manage your space and energy with your kids home all the time during the summer or if you just happen to be a mom who always has your children home for whatever reason this episode is absolutely going to resonate take a listen. Hello and welcome back to St. Boat Huddle, your short summer sessions. I've had multiple requests around, please discuss how to basically deal with your kids being home. (laughs) So it's kind of, it's a funny conversation to have because I... Um, was a work from home mom with two children who, you know, we moved into preschool by age three and things like that. But so for those of you listening who are like, well, my kids are always home, whether it's because they're homeschooled or they're too young to be in school or whatever it might be, this can still apply to you. However, for those of you asking who have your kids home for the summer and trying to figure out how to essentially manage the space and time, whether it is I need time to myself or the emotions that might come up because we're together all the time, Anything like that this is how it's going to apply. So I I want to go through basically a bullet point list because when these questions came to me I was just flooded with like okay, these are the things that we can do. So I'm going to give you kind of a bullet point list of things to think about that are that need to be integrated in in a more method, method I'll let, I don't even know what word I want. In a with with method. <laughs> and then I have a few physical tools that you can use as well. All of them are strategies What I want to say, though, in all of this is please give yourself space and grace to be a human being as well as your children. Please don't over romanticize the summer. And I am speaking, I'm totally throwing stones at a glass house right now because I am notorious for that. But this is something I'm really practicing this summer is recognizing that not every single day is going to be perfect because there is no such thing. And I think perfection is a little sneaky because I don't always identify as being a perfectionist, but I do kind of really get hard on myself when things don't go smoothly, when it doesn't feel really good. And ultimately, please remember that as a human being, we are designed to have experiences that both feel good and bad, if that's how you want to define it. I don't necessarily believe in good and bad. I just feel that there's like the comfortable Feelings, and then there's the uncomfortable feelings and experiences. And ultimately, I think we get stuck into thinking we have to make it comfortable all the time. It's not realistic. So if we have that expectation, you will fall short, and that's when it feels bad. So if you go into the summer with the expectation of, hey, this is going to have some feelings to it, and some days where it's not going to look super pretty – it will feel better it won't feel as uncomfortable so give yourself space and grace okay so i'm going to run through these quickly so get your pen and paper um pause it if you're driving obviously please don't do those things so the first thing you want to do is give yourself sandwich space so what i think of is the day actually having being a sandwich where you at least have the space on the front and the back end This is going to look different for everybody. You have to define it for yourself. Some of you might be waking up super early before the kids wake up because they're at those ages. For me, my kids are now seven and nine and much more independent. I even heard I was meditating outside this morning and I heard a kid come down and go, mom, and then nothing because they, and now this has been established over years and years that when they they know what it looks like when I'm meditating and they know to walk away. But this is, so please remember, it takes time for boundaries to be understood, Okay. So just be sure you're finding space to give yourself. And if it feels hard, ask yourself, how can I? And don't make it overcomplicated. You know, you don't need an hour of a morning routine or anything like that. It might even mean just, I'm drinking my coffee in my closet so I can have some space to myself. This is going to help with that nervous system and overstimulation throughout the day. Also have defined space within your time and energy. So you want to... Um, when you're in these spaces, and this is actually something that I worked on with a client, we need to be sure that our, and this is a a lot of boundary work is understand your kids understanding and your whole family that when mom is in this space, that's hers and hers alone. And we're not given permission to go there. So if you're journaling and meditating or trying to take a break or whatever that looks like at the kitchen counter, but you're regularly available at the kitchen counter because you're always cooking and cleaning it it's going to be really confusing for your family to understand that you are just taking a break. So be really mindful about where you are. And again, you don't need it to be this this room. You don't need to have like a 4,000 square foot home with this extra room for yourself. It can be like, a, um, a chair in a room that no one ever sits in. But when mom's sitting there, that's her space or, um, you know, a corner in your bedroom. I know a client had a walk-in closet and used space in her walk-in closet was her time. So have defined space for yourself. Also have defined time together we want to be able to, that we're, we're humans, we want connection. So you want to know, like your kids are going to want to know, well, when will we be together, right? So it's really being sure that you can have that defined time, that whether it's having meals together, we're going to sit down around this time of day and, and play a game together or, or sit down and read, you know, my son's like, can we read today? And being, so, and this is the thing, true story, is that I was like, sure, I think so, but I'm trying to do a few different things to get today. And there's no defined time that we're going to sit down and read together. So then what can happen? Tomorrow he's going to be like, mom, we never read together. And there's this disappointment because there's nothing defined around it. So it's one of those things that's really important to create a defined space so that there is an expectation and it can be met by both sides. So with that said, you also want to really ask yourself and those in your family, no matter how old your children are, how do you want to feel this summer? And so if someone says peaceful and quiet, what activities are attached to peaceful and quiet for you? Is it Taking walks outside? Is it um, reading together? You know, whatever it might be. But someone else might say, I want adventure and excitement. And for them, that might also mean taking a walk outside, but it might mean, wanting to take a day trip somewhere or have play dates or something like that so then what you want to do is kind of list out the things that each individual person in the family wants to do over the summer and then you want to energetically time manage so this is scheduling that I do and teach through LGA to be able to manage your time throughout the week so you can have scheduled blocks of time like this is the time for the peace and quiet activities this is the time for the adventure activities and again now this creates that defined space and just a side note that this structure is there to create flow it's not concrete we put that in there to help us be held accountable but to know like if we need to you know if our energy wants adventure today on the day we scheduled peace and quiet we can shift it around because you you have you have the authority and means to be able to do that when it's defined through scheduling Also, allow feelings to come up. It is okay for temper tantrums to happen, whether it's from your kids or you, anything. Witness the emotions. Help each other label the feelings. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling overstimulated. I'm feeling sad. And allow the person to feel the emotions and try not to internalize them. As mothers, we try to take on our children's emotions and fix them for them. It is okay for kids to feel emotions. It's it's really wonderful to help teach them how to regulate them. Now when we're in heightened emotion, especially those uncomfortable emotions, not the time to problem solve. It allow you or the other person to have the emotion and feelings dissipate and then process what what happened before you were feeling that way? How did it feel inside of your body? What would have felt really good in that time? You know, a tight hug, Um, some alone time in your room, screaming in a pillow, a shower, jumping in the pool, so that this is the beautiful part of teaching and parenting to be able to teach your kids how to regulate. Also, it's okay to lose your temper, mom. It's totally okay. It is okay to have a moment. If you haven't read my book, Motherhood Stripped, it's available on Amazon. I do have a section in there where I actually share a time that I completely lost it on my son. He like spilled his yogurt or something. And I found this to be a really beautiful teaching moment that I was able to explain to him, this is why I lost my temper because I'm I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I've worked too much, whatever the reason was. And he was able to learn, oh, it wasn't me. It's not my fault. And this is huge as they grow that they learn to be able to also witness other people's emotions and not internalize them, okay? So it's a good thing to lose your temper. It's What's even better is what you do after you lose it. Regardless though, You are allowed to be human. I'm giving you permission. Another thing that's really important that I want you to consider is asking for some type of support, whether it's from your spouse or some other type of caregiver. What I find, and I actually said this to my husband last night I said, my schedule is being changed upside down. Yours is not ever because it's just kind of how the cookie crumbles. Like we could go on and on about it. It just is what it is, okay? So it's either up to me to say, I'm also going to need you to sacrifice some things and have your schedule change a little bit and your roles change a little bit in order to support me so we can support our kids and our marriage and our family. I cannot be mom 100% of the time and then also cook dinner and be default parent to put the kids to bed. It is not sustainable, I already know this. So it's simply asking my husband and saying, I'm gonna really need you to dig deep after your really long day where you have a lot going on too to sacrifice as well and to know that I'm going to really need your support more than it typically looks. And it's only for the summer and then it's over, right? Some summers I hire um, caregivers like babysitters or schedule family members to see the kids or have the kids scheduled with friends certain days. Really think about where do I need additional support so that I can sustain my energy through the summer? Because mama, it's not sustainable to add on more things and not even the doing things, but the being things. Okay. So really acknowledge that. Okay. The tools that you can use, use a Google calendar or, um, in your iPhone or whatever, schedule things and invite the people who need to know it creates cohesion and effective communication. Use different charts for your kids. So the the calendar could be for older children, but I'm thinking more for your spouse or caregiver, whatever it might be. Use charts, picture schedules, a pecs is it PEC? I forget what it's called. Pex. Um, the little pictures kids love schedules you can laminate pictures for the different things you need to do and put the little um elast- not elastic where's the word Velcro on the back of the pictures and create your schedule every morning and, and be like, what are we going to do today? And use your energetic time management to be like, this is what we have planned. Does that still work? What are we going to do? Then it creates the expectation so your kids know this is what we're doing. This is when I do get to use my my device. This is when I do get time with mom. This is the time that we have quiet time apart from each other. And it's not a surprise and it isn't undefined where then they don't want to give up the device or, or they don't want to separate from you because it's like, well, how long am I going to be separated? These structured and defined schedules are amazing for children. Um, Also using the phrase first this, then that. So oftentimes when kids are doing a non-preferred activity and you know they're going to get a preferred activity, it's really wonderful to use the phrase first this, then that. And you will hear that a lot from behavioral support people. So saying to a kid first eating, then device or, or iPad or whatever it might be, or first nap then play and being very simple in the words and it, it allows the brain to understand, I am going to get what I want after I do this thing, okay? It's a very simple language. Um, also, you could do a social story for the summer. So you can um, just search through the internet social story. And this is also, again, creates the expectation for the kids so their brain isn't going into fight or flight, not knowing what is coming next. Also, remember that rituals and routines are really, really important in managing energy. So you might not need to have a morning routine with your kids, like this is when we eat breakfast and Get dressed and get out the door for school, but have something similar that they, again, it's all about expectations to keep the brain in that. Um, that rest and digest state. So having a routine and ritual is, you know, I know that this is when we eat and then after we eat, we're going to get dressed. And after we get dressed, we usually go for a walk or whatever it might be. Maybe it doesn't have to be on a time schedule, but it's just the routine. Or typically after lunch, we take a little break and everything is calm. So that isn't when they're going to be like, let's run outside because their body is expecting the routine that happens or to have that evening routine that preps the body for bedtime to know that after dinner. Is when we brush our teeth and put our our, on our PJs and watch TV for a half an hour, play on the iPad, whatever your thing is. Those routines and rituals are very, very grounding for our energy and help us sustain our energy. But for you too, just like so, my kids obviously don't nap anymore. But if you remember in the world, if you're in that world of kids napping, that I remember one o'clock was like angels singing, like, Yes, they're down for a nap. I can finally breathe. And I, I really looked forward to knowing that even though each day felt very different with my kids when they were young and at home, we still had this routine through the different points of the day that were very similar Um, so really lean into those structures and routine okay i hope that this was a really helpful episode be sure that you share this with any moms that you think could really benefit listening to this if you have specific questions on anything that i talked about because it's killing me to not go into more detail (laughs) about some of these things do not hesitate to reach out to me aaron at aaronjoyceco.com i love this stuff you know my background is working with behavior and children and i really really enjoy all of it and i implement it religiously with my kids and i have forever um so never hesitate to reach out and again be sure to share it with a mom send them the link to the episode share the episode inside of your mom group social media page or on your social media page. um, with, I want everyone to feel like they have a successful summer, which does not mean perfect. It just means that it feels the way we want it to feel and that those tough moments don't take us down and define how the summer is. Okay, everyone. I hope you have your off to an amazing summer. Um, I hope that you feel joy this week, treat others the way you want to be treated. And I will talk to you next time.